this call. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Prosperous Pam, your greeter this morning. Did anyone join the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Rita. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Rita. You have a blessed day as well. Is this your first time calling, Rita, or maybe it's maybe I just haven't heard you before? No, this is not the first time calling, but I don't talk that much. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, welcome and have a blessed day. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Prosperous Pam, and I am your greeter today. Is there anyone who's joined the line who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Just fine, thank you. Excellent. Amen. Have a wonderful and blessed day, Miss Susie. You too. Is there anyone else who's joined the line who'd like to say good morning? It's a magnificent Monday here on Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. I am your greeter today. Anyone who's joined the line would like to say good morning? Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, this is Sister Shante. Hi, Hi, Sister Shante. How are you doing? Hi, I miss you. I I love you. I miss you. you. I love you too, sis. Thank you. Hope all is well. Has anyone else joined the line who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Deborah Evans, Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Magnificent Monday. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. The evil Good morning, Yvonne. It's so wonderful to hear your sound this morning. Thank you. We love you. Was there someone else? Hi, this is Mona. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mona. Good morning. morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Love you guys. Wonderful. Love you too. Good morning, beautiful Pam, Prosperous Pam. This is uh, Dee Dee. I don't even have nothing to say, but good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Magnificent Monday, Dee Dee. Great to hear your sound. Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Good morning, it's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy Monday. 
you. It's a magnificent Monday here on Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam, your greeter today. Is there anyone else who's joined the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. My name is Anita. Good morning, Anita. Is this your first time calling? Yes, it is. Wonderful. Who who invited you? It's Patrice. Patrice, well, we're so happy to have you. Thank you. We hope you I'm enjoy and on... will return. Okay. Thank you. Thank Good you. Good morning, family. Good morning. Who's that? This is Sister Veronica. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Good morning, Mrs. Janice. Good morning, Janice. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is a magnificent Monday, and this is Prosperous Pam, your greeter today. Is there anyone else who's joined the line who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Hey, good morning. It's Arletha Renee. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Good morning, Arletha Renee. Happy Monday. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. I'm your greeter today. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say hello? Okay, well, it is time to get started with the hosting. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Prosperous Pam and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in May for the monthly theme entitled Expansion. You don't wanna miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There are no announcements today. However, we'd like to welcome our new caller to the line. Her name is Anita and she was referred by Patrice. Welcome Anita again and we welcome you to the call. Thank the you. The order of the call, you're welcome. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. The declaration will be brought by Leticia from Arizona. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat that prayer. If someone can put their phone on mute, I still hear some background noise until you're ready to get started. A prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. The declaration will be brought by Leticia from Arizona. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture today is Ephesians 5, 7. 
Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father God. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Who is like you, Lord? No one. So lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. He is the King of glory, and his name is Jesus. Jesus, the rock of our salvation, the bright and morning star. Jesus, the prince of peace, the rose of Sharon, and shelter in time of storm. Jesus, the great I am, the beginning and the end. Jesus, our warrior and our king. Jesus, our God of mercy and truth. Jesus, our joy that comes in the morning, and our peace be still in the midst of the storm. Jesus, our provider, our protector, and mind regulator. Yes, Jesus is his name, and that's why we praise you, O oh God, because you are worthy of the praise. O oh Lord, where will we be without your goodness and your mercy, without your hand of protection and correction? Lord, where will we be without you on our side? We would be hopeless and filled with shame. Lord, we thank you for your love that covers a multitude of our faults and takes away our shame. God, forgiving us beauty for ashes and your faithfulness. Lord, you saved us. Lord, we just want to ask that that you hear our cry and our forgive, our forgiveness and see our heart of repentance and purge us with hyssops and we shall be clean. Wash us, and we shall be whiter than snow, creating us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Cast us not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us the joy of thy salvation, and uphold us with thy free spirit. And then, O God, we ask that you send down the rain. Send down your rain, send down your latter rain, and Father, for the harvest is ripe and the laborers are few. And there's much work to be done. And as we pray, oh God, we ask that you would heal the land. Heal the land. Heal the mind of those are, who are lost, have lost their way and wandered the streets as nomads. Heal the sick of the COVID-19 pandemic and those who are just plagued with disease, of various diseases, Lord. Heal the heart of malice and unforgiveness. Restore the love within the family unit. Set the captives free in the, of the mental and physical bondage. Lord, the fist of the abuser and change the addict's taste buds. Lord, heal the land. Heal the land of this nation and perfect that which concerns each one of us, Lord. Lord, send down your rain. Send down your rain. Then we will teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners will be converted unto thee, Father God. Lord, the work needs to be done. Holy Spirit, we're asking that you have your way right now. Have your way in our heart, soul, and mind. Have your way. Just move upon the hearts of the people right now, Father God. Lord, I ask that you help us to get out the way so you can be able to do what you need to do in us, Lord. Oh, Lord, we just want to thank you and just praise you, Lord. 
Lord, that you just love us so much, God. And people of God, I'm asking that you take your phones off of mute and just help me praise God. Help me petition the throne of grace and mercy. Lord, help us. Hallelujah, Lord. Help us get out of our out of our own way, Lord. No more stinking thinking, Lord. There's work to be done. God, give us strength, Lord. Give us strength to move, Father God. Lord, give us the spirit of obedience, Lord. Not to walk according to our plan, but only by your plan, Father God. Oh, we thank you, Father God. We thank you for your mercy and your grace and your loving compassion that fails not, Father God, but renewed every morning, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. You say your word will not come back to you void, Lord, but it will do exactly what you sent it out to do. Lord, we just want to thank you, God. We just want to glorify your name. You're worthy of all praise and honor, Lord. Let us move out your way, God. Let us move out your way, God. 
Yeah, that's not what I want you to say. Huh? What? You know how I am, God. You know I have everything in order. Yeah, that was what you used to have to do. I have to teach you a, a new norm. That's the same thing that I'm teaching all these other people now with this pandemic. Get ready and be prepared for the new norm. Saints, I gotta give it to you as he as he's given it to me. If I had to title uh, teaching today, it would be expanding your heart for forgiveness. Studies show that feeling bitter or angry towards someone raises your anxiety level. It does for me, which can be detrimental to your mental and physical health. Typically, it really only affects you because the other person has probably gone about their life, their business, and ain't even thought about it, what they've done to you. Some haven't even known that they wronged you. But forgiving someone is just not for them. It's for you. And especially if you don't even know, you don't want to forgive them, or you don't know how to forgive them. You have to find a way because, again, it's not for them. It's for you. Forgiving someone doesn't even mean that you have to believe that they deserve being forgiven because God didn't do that to you. He didn't do that to me. He forgave us whether we deserved it or not. For those of you that know, I'm the oldest child of 13. And besides one other sibling, I'm the only one that lives out of state. So I'm out here in Arizona, and the rest of them are in California, which the drive time is about 12 hours. Flight time's about an hour. So my mom and dad come travel and see me. Um, my grandmother also lives out here, so they come down and make sure it checks on her and so forth. And I always thought, I always see postings on Facebook if I'm not down in California, how my siblings can have their babies. I try to make it down for all of their baby showers, at least, if I'm not there for the birth, because you never can tell when that's going to happen. But, you know, I see these postings on Facebook, congratulations, and then I'm normally the first person uh, my parents call when they're in the hospital with them, oh, your sister just had the baby, brother just had the baby. But I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I didn't get, I didn't have my mom or my dad and neither one of my pregnancies at birth. And I wonder why. Like, why would they not be at the birth of my children? I even had a son who lived only 38 days. And they didn't come down for the death either. So I can guess I can say it kind of bothered me. It didn't bother me at the time. Or, you know what, maybe I didn't even know, know it bothered me as much as it did until now. But God, like I say, he talks to me how I receive it. So he's very blunt with me. 
so I can hear him talking to me. And he's saying, you know, the bond between a husband and a wife is to be stronger than that of a parent and a child. See, God did give me a very good husband. Man of the word. I didn't learn to be into the word until he came into my life. Hmm. Now, see, I was the oldest, but yet I was one of the last ones to have children as well. Yeah, I waited until I graduated from college, until I got married, and then I decided to have kids. So why is it that I did everything right? My parents, what 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 happened? I said, you know what? Genesis 2.24 says, Shall a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife as they shall become one flesh. And we were. We were one. We had a very, very close relationship. We always have. We shared a strong bond, and even when I had a temptation not to be married, it was prophesied it was prophesied to us that we would minister together in both a large and small setting <laughs> i can I can remember being at a leadership conference one time, and um a bishop came up to us and he was saying, "Wow, you guys are a powerful couple, and God is going to use you in a mighty way." But see, I wasn't a baby in Christ then. So I said, well, thinking to myself, how does man know? He don't even know us. But my husband said, hmm, the Holy Spirit sometimes speaks through people. And people can be used by God to deliver his messages. Hmm, okay. Hmm. Still didn't quite understand it, but I took it with a grain of salt. Even though I had my husband there, I still wonder why my mom and dad didn't show up. <laughs> that was what was always supposed to happen. They was with me when I was growing up. What was the difference now? I was still their daughter. I mean, I did everything right. <laughs> and the Lord said, I, I gave you what you needed. Isaiah 54 and 5 says, For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts in his name. <laughs> but I said it again, like, God, I, I, I don't understand. Didn't I give you what you needed? But God, they should have showed up regardless of what I said or did. He said, no, my child, because of Genesis 2.24. But, but they was at all my other brothers and sisters' births. Like, what? Yes, my child, they were. But I wasn't equipping them for what I was equipping you for. I needed you to see that I gave you a head, and you needed to trust him. And through him, I was leading his path. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So I cling to that, <laughs> along with Mark ten nine, 
Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. See, letting go of that bitterness was good for me. I, I no longer needed to feel disappointed in my parents, but rather feel anointed because God chose me specifically to do his work. God says in Ezekiel thirty six twenty six, and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. I put within you, and I will remove that heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Wow, that that resonated with me, and it hurts so bad. But I'm thankful that God put that new heart in me. See, forgiving someone is you really making a conscious decision to be, quote, good, unquote, to someone who has wronged you. And the word good can mean anything, just a simple conversation with them, just to clear the air. I just did that this past Friday. Yeah, a couple days ago. My girls are 12, 10, 7, and 6. And my son was born December 31st, 2011, and died on February 6, 2012. So literally, I've been feeling some type of way for some years now. I've been somewhat stuck in my own feelings. Because, but I justify that. Because I've never done anything negative towards my parents for not being there. So that's why I was able to justify my thoughts about that situation. So how do you forgive somebody? You just do it. You need to find God in your heart and you just do it. You need to let go and release all those negative thoughts. (laughs) It's not even yours to carry anyway. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. I needed to trust God that he knew what he was doing with me. Now, how else? Could he have prepared me and John to be so powerful in our ministry? How could we be supporting and teaching other married couples who lost a child? God didn't want me to say, oh, my parents helped me through it. He wanted me to able to say that it was that three-strand rope. God, John, and me. That's how he set our marriage up. God needed me to be, know that he was the center of all of that. He orchestrated all of that. He allowed us to do this. Not by our will, but by his. (sighs) Now? Wow. I said, you know what? I haven't even 
I I have you guys not even just in churches. You guys are in prisons. You guys are in schools. Continuously feeding my word to my people. See, there's absolutely no limits to how much we can keep expanding our hearts, saints, to give love to one another. I was reading something, and it was explaining how they opened up their hearts. And I'm the type of person I need to meditate on things, you know. Um, But she broke it down in three easy steps. It was, one, practice listening to God. Two, appreciate your surroundings. Three, count your blessings. Man, I pray that you've learned how to trust that our God can expand our heart for forgiving those who have wronged us, whether it been intentionally or unintentionally. we got to trust him because he will bless you beyond what you could ever imagine. And I thank God because it was 14 years ago on Saturday that he allowed me to marry a man, that a God that he specifically made for me. This mighty man of God, he specifically made for me. just so we can carry out doing his business. I just can't get over how powerful God is. I'm closing. Don't get caught up on your ways. Open up your heart and listen. Listen. It's just some simple steps you need to know in order to expand your heart for forgiveness. One, just listening to God and listen to hear. Two, appreciate your surroundings. He's given you everything that you need. count your blessings because he has blessed you he don't bless you again tomorrow he has done enough and four know that you can always 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 trust God always the last scripture I want to leave you with is James one twenty one, and it says, "So get rid of all that filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your soul." I pray that this word has been a blessing to somebody on the call.
as I now Amen. Amen. Is there anyone who joined the call late and didn't get a chance to say good morning and would like to do so now? Good morning. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Norsheen, Nakisha. This is Krishanda. Yo, 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 what's up? Hey, Brother E, how are you? Good morning, this is Gloria. Good morning, this is Gloria. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning, this is Patsy. Good morning, Miss Patsy. Good morning, this is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, it's Jubilant Juliet. Good morning, Julia. Juliet. I love it. <laughs> Good morning, Leticia. It's Nurse Nikisha. Good morning, Nurse Nikisha. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning. morning. Happy Monday. Good morning, family. This is Leisha. Good morning, Leisha. Good morning, Victory family. This is Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. Good morning, Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> morning, baby. I love you. Morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. God's morning. This is Janice. Well, are there any comments or questions on the teaching this morning? Good morning, Victory family. God bless you all this morning. <clears throat> yes, well, I, I, I do have a comment. Let me jump in and get on out the way. Uh, thank you for your decoration this morning. It was uh, very heartfelt. I, I felt it. And I was just uh, thinking about uh, relationships, relationships between uh, the parent and the child. And I was thinking about the relationship be- between siblings. And uh, I was thinking about relationships, uh, and you know, between best friends. And uh, you, you mentioned that the relationship between a, a husband and a wife being the, the strongest of them all. And uh, but the first relationship in life, uh, the physical relationship. Not not the one that we have with our Lord and Savior, but the first physical relationship that we have in life is the one that we have with our parents. So uh, I, I felt your declaration this morning. And um, I, I look at 
the times when I've had to uh, forgive uh, the relationship that I have with my son. And he's he's 30 years old right now. He he's in the penitentiary, and I'm looking forward to him to to come home so I can grab hold and hug his neck, kiss him. But I can remember when our relationship was in trouble and, and it was a whole lot of hurt and, and pain and resentment and anger. And it, it got to a danger level. And uh, God was was able to come in and into my heart and deal with me and uh, allow me to to turn it over to him and, and gain some healing and, and practice some forgiveness. And every time the old devil try and raise his head and, and tell me a lie about me and my son's relationship, I have to tell him, who's a liar, devil? You're the father of lies. Because I forgive him, my son. I love my son. That's right. Cast That's right. it out. You know, so... Um, I was listening to a pastor minister on relationships one day, and he was he, he stated that relationship and love is complex, and how that uh, forgiveness is, is crucial, you know. And uh, I, I never forget that, you know. So every time. The enemy try and bring up those old past hurts from all of these different relationships. The hurt, you know, I have to remember uh, God's word, and uh, I have to cry out to Him and ask Him to help me uh, to practice forgiveness. But uh, wow. I just, as I was listening to your declaration, yeah, that very first relationship is with our parents. Even though the 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 the, the that the, the covenant vow that we make with our spouse will be the stronger one, the very first one is the one that we have with our with our parents. So I want to just state I felt your declaration this morning. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and it's, it's um when I, when I speak to my mother and my father because we did have an amazing relationship. I mean, they instilled so much into me, especially my father. Um, it was like when they met my husband. It was my mom says we released you because we knew you were in good hands, so we no longer needed to hold your hand. And we don't. We never worried about you. We never. Um, unlike your other siblings, you know, they need this, they need that, they need this. You don't. You, you didn't need it. And I was like, wow. Just another eye, eye opener, you know. So yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, uh, this is Juliet. <clears throat> And I, I um, 
uh, what Jeff was saying was so, I mean, I could hear you. I can hear, you know, your, thank you for your transparency because um, it made me think about my relationship with my parents because the only parent, my dad died when I was three, but my mom, she was here until I was 17. And I remember being so angry with her as a kid, you know, so I became very, what do you call it, um, isolated, and more introverted. That's where the introvertness came from was because she was, she drank, you know, and, you know, I was trying to deal with losing my father. And when I went to her, she wasn't there. You know, she was there body, but not spirit. So I remember many nights getting up, uh, you know, having dreams of falling and being afraid. And and I try to wake her up and she would be, you know, one of them dead, you know, real dead sleeps. And so all I could do was to, for comfort was to get into bed with her. But, you know, I couldn't talk about what I was going, you know, what was going on with me. And then slowly before my eyes start seeing her, you know, just, you know, because the alcohol was taking, taking its toll on her, her body, she began to die right in front of me. <clears throat> she ended up ultimately dying from cirrhosis of the liver. And I remember making this conscious decision, that, you know, as this was happening, that I would never do my kids like that. I would never drink, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, my mom, she tried to get my attention as she when I got older, but I was at that place where... Uh, I could. I don't, I don't know if I can kind of foresee the future with her that that she wasn't going to be here long. So I kept always kept my uh, kept her kind of at bay, kept my hand up where I wouldn't allow myself to <clears throat> feel. So when she um, finally passed, and then um, you know moving forward, I had children, and you know I had this mindset: well, I'm not going to never do. I'm not going to drink. If I don't want them to drink, I'm not going to drink in front of them. If I don't want them to smoke, I'm not going to smoke in front of them. You know, and I'm doing life trying to take care of them and do all these things. And then all of a sudden I look up and then all of a sudden my kids are angry with me. And I'm like, why are they angry? And I remember thinking about what you were saying, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing. You know, I'm, you know, I, even though their father left them, I'm trying to be, you know, both parents to them. I'm trying to provide for them and do the things I'm supposed to do. I mean, got into the church, you know, trying to raise them right and, they're angry with me. <laughs> like I just didn't understand. But you know, as um, after uh, we both, I had to I had two children, so I had different conversations with each one of them. And now we're on the road of recovery. But it took me to realize, you know, um, what I had thought about in my mind about you know thinking I was a good parent or whatever and how I wanted to be a better parent. I made me real, as I get got older, I realized my mom did the best that she could with right. what she had because she was a, a you know she was hurt. She had her uh, she was a young widow and you know, I didn't see all of that stuff. And um, when I got a chance to like really sit with my children, I had to repent, you know, and say I didn't realize because what happened was I even though I was there, I find my I was doing the same thing she was doing, but without the alcohol and without the you know, the, the, you know, without the, without the alcohol, but I was diving into work. I was, you know what I mean? I wasn't present and I did not realize that until, um, 
until I got, you know, until I had that conversation with them. And also I felt the same way as, you know, I started really allowing my God to come in and, like, show me love and break me down. You know, I realized that, you know, I was also set being set apart, you know, I, and I didn't realize that. He was working. I thought you said you were going to cut my phone. Somebody mm-hmm. go on, please. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so I mean, that was just, it was very touching and it really brought up some stuff and you know, uh, but I thank God that you know I was able to. I'm still here and I'm able to like I was able to repair that, repair the damage you know that I didn't know I did to my children and now we're on, we're we're all getting so much closer. You know, but then I also learned that God, that time of isolation, God was like, you know, basically what he said to you is kind of the way he, what he was saying to me. You know, I did that. That was done on purpose where I felt myself getting isolated. So that, you know, you know, that way I, I didn't like, that kept me from trying to be like other people, like getting into different groups or being in cliques and stuff like that. You know, I, I saw myself. And so from there, I'm able to spend more time with the Lord, and I was able to hear from him early, you know? So, yeah, but, that, yeah, that was touching, which just made me think. Beautiful. Shay, you said something like, um, you said, uh, it just hit me when you said it had to break you down. And uh, the reason why uh, my marriage is, uh, I guess, the highlight of my life is because I was the matriarch of the family. So everybody uh, did everything for everybody. And so um, when I got married, I had needed to see that uh, I had needed to allow him to lead. And that was very challenging because for (laughs) all my life, I was leading many people in my life, many, all my family. So that's why, uh, he had to work on me so much uh, within the marriage because I had to had to be broken down to know that uh, the alignment is not uh, God me the alignment is God husband wife so yeah hey good morning sister good morning hey it's Dee Dee I am in tears um, this morning with your share and your heart. You touched me because I do understand that um, losing a child, that that part really uh, whew, just made me weep. But also with what Brother Jeff was saying, I so get it because we know what the Word says and we know the covenant between a husband and a wife is supposed to be bigger than any, and I understand that. But that, that love, that first love, is, is your parent. So um, I'm just grateful for the healing process. And that God did bless you. He did show favor in your marriage. And that's not everybody's story. So I'm I'm just so grateful that through all of that you went through and how you shared, and it makes sense to me now, the way God sets up our lives. You know, I'm the baby, but I've also been through, it seems like, the most grief out of, out of my, I could say, with my mom, you know, to my brother and my sister in California. I'm the one that had, like, I, you know, delivered a stillborn and just the first marriage from hell and not understanding um, how God does create and how marriage is a gift. But I'm grateful to say that the beauty for Ashes piece of it is to really be in a healthy marriage now. And I get 
the covenant and I understand that part, but the 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 love that first relationship um with your parents that's one like I can't I don't even understand like I still have my mom my dad passed in September, but I took a daddy's role, but I'm just grateful that God really will um make some things clear and for you to share the way that you did and it makes sense and for how he healed you and truly created your marriage for you. That just blessed me. That did. That blessed me so much. But it also gives me more of an understanding because I hear now differently. Like when I hear all of my victors talk, there's something in each and every one of your sounds that speaks to me. So now because you shared and you opened up your testimony, I know exactly um, who you are by your sound, if that makes any sense. And I love you to life. I'm just grateful for how God sets us all up because we do need each other to get through this thing called life. So I love you, sister, and I'm so just grateful for your marriage and for your parents and for your your siblings because I love y'all for real. Well, thank you, sister. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Praise God. Oh, 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 Mother did it all for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I heard you. Praise God. Good morning. Mm-hmm. This is Rita. Can you tell me what your number one was? Um, yes, ma'am. Listening to God. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Good morning, this is Sister Shantae. 
I just wanted to say thank you so very much for your declaration. It was very um, just rich, and I felt your spirit as well. And I really enjoyed the topic of expanding your heart towards forgiveness. And I really liked how you, <clears throat> excuse me, talked about forgiveness isn't for the other person, it's for us. And if we don't forgive, it can cause anxiety or stress. Um, I've been experiencing that lately, so I'm thankful for this confirmation of um, just doing it. Don't wait. Don't think about nothing. Just do it because God says to do it. And he actually says to forgive 70 times 7. And he says that if we don't forgive, he won't forgive us. So I also enjoyed how you said God chose you specifically to do his work. So I want to borrow that from you and also share that and say God chose me specifically to do his work as well. And I like the four points that you went over to listen. I put listen to hear from God. And then number two, to appreciate your surroundings. And number three, to always count your blessings. And number four, how you said to always trust God. Thank you so much. God bless you and have a good day. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of times we don't even realize that they're blessings at the time. And they were there all along. Uh, We have to be mindful, too, of how people grieve. Because after our son passed, we continued. uh, My husband was actually remodeling a church. So... He was actually there the following day, and they were like, oh, do you know your husband's at work? I'm like, yeah, that's what he wants to do. That's how he's doing it. And, um, of course, I went back to work. We, we both were working in the church, and so um, about six months later, we decided, okay, it's our time now. So we went to uh, Atlanta um, down there to grieve our son. So we did, stayed down there for a whole year. And, um, wow, it was so powerful. That spirituality down there in Georgia. Well, it was like I, it was like something we had never experienced before. Well, I hadn't. Again, you know, I remember I was a baby in Christ. So that time down there was so powerful. It was just like everybody was anointed, and they was just pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. It was just that, as if we needed that, you know, to get renewed and rejuvenated for the next thing. Yeah, it was, yeah. I trust him. Anybody else? Good morning, Alicia. Go ahead. Um, I guess I'll go. I don't know. This is Priscilla. Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for your declaration. It was, um, powerful and um the word sobering comes up for me and i don't know why but i do know why at the same time um and i want to say thank you for everybody's share up to this point um because i god gives us exactly what we need um all the time and forgiveness right for me is you know um I've been asking God over the weekend, what is it? What is it? What is it? Well, and I keep trying to make it out more deeper than what it really is or more than what it really is. But what it really boils down to is that word, forgiveness. That's what it is. And um, 
getting going through the uh, process of forgiveness. Um, uh, and I, I keep thinking there's a formula to it. I keep thinking there's step one, step two, step three, and I think it's basically what you said, all the four steps. But again, it's just it's between you and God and how God's going to, I think, how God's going to process that with you and just receiving it. But I love that it's about the heart and it is a gift for yourself. And um, through your declaration, it's almost like I can see the other person, my other person that's received forgiveness. I sense her. I feel her. I see her talking and standing and giving and receiving and loving um, those who have uh, given me hurt for one reason or another. Um, Through your declaration, I can actually see that person, and I haven't seen that person in a while. And I want it, and God knows I want forgiveness, but this is where it is right here. This is it. So I really thank you um, that God pulled your coattail and said, no, you're going to talk about this because the timing is definitely um, his timing uh, for uh, what we need to do for our hearts, for our hearts to expand, to get to where what God has for us. It is definitely necessary. So I just want to thank you for your declaration and your share. Looks like you're on assignment now, Priscilla. You got some work to do there. <laughs> yes, I do. It's a lot of work, but yes. <laughs> Your process, you and him. Good morning, Good morning Nikisha. Morning, I think I heard Sister Gloria and not for sure the other one. It was Nikisha. Yeah. Okay, Nikisha. I'll be quick, Nikisha. Uh, I just um, wanted to tell you thank you for your declaration. It was wonderful. It was very healing. That's the word that I did. It was very healing, not only for you, but for those of us, for for us as we heard it. It was a, a blessing, and I thank God for you just yielding to him um, and to be able to see the fruit of the expansion that has already happened and that is even going to happen as a result of you just yielding to what God has appointed and anointed you and your husband, your oneness for. So I really thank God for you and for just what he's doing. I bless you. I love you. Thanks, Lord. Yeah, I was in a panic. I told you, you know, I like to have things in order. I mean, I reach out to Moni. I'm like, uh-oh, uh, I ain't ready. I don't have it down. He, he said, don't do that one. <laughs> I was like, ow! <laughs> said, nope, nope, you're doing it. <laughs> Go ahead, Lakeisha. <laughs> um, good morning, Lakeisha. I thank you for your declaration, especially when you were talking about how um, your parents were there for your other siblings and you felt that they should have been there for you, but God was teaching you that you had a work to do to teach others. And so that's why he was showing you that you needed to solely depend on him. 
But in the moment, it probably didn't feel good. But in the end, it was definitely uh, rewarding to be able to share with others how God helped you get through. So that really touched my heart. So I thank you for that on this morning. And there were so many other things that you said that was very needed, but that's what stuck out to me. So thank you and love you to life. Leticia, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Um, oh, I agree with what um, everyone else has been saying. It was a healing to it. I um, agree with uh, Sister Gloria's uh, description of it. Um, and what stuck to me, too, was what nourishing Ms. Keisha was saying. I was, she took the words out of my mouth is when you were sharing about, um, because I relate to the, related to this about, um, not exactly like from, but when your, um, parents went to your, or celebrated your siblings, um, you know, situation, but, you know, you were there and I'm so, so sorry about what happened with you losing your, um, baby and, you know, you were there on your own and you're just wondering why. And, um, I, I I heard that. I just heard it in your spirit, and um, I believe that that will help heal um, a lot of um, relationships that might be on this line right now. One of the blessings that we have, I haven't had children. I've always wanted children, but I can relate in other situations where I, I'm actually uh, the second to the youngest, but I've pretty much been on my own a lot. Like I pretty much have always been independent. So like, um, you know, I was out of the house by 18 on my own, you know, just always. So you kind of, I started missing those things too. I thank God that I was able to turn it around because I went through this phase of asking my mom, well, why weren't you there? You know, this was like maybe uh, 10, 15 years ago when I was going through this thing. But she had, you know, parents, parents do the best they can. You know, she had four children and yet my Thank God my dad was there too, but you know, and it's, it's uh, my oldest sister had her deals too, but I'm thankful for the relationship I have with her now. I mean, we're just so close. Like she's my best friend. So just, I just thank God so much. And I'm thankful that you have your parent. You can still talk to them. You know what I'm saying? If they're, they're still around, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My mom's down here now. Praise. She came and surprised me for mother's day. So go figure. Huh? Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. And that's just a blessing that you, have you know you can still you have that blessing of a husband your husband your partner you have um your parents there too that you can always you know it might be easier said than done because i don't know the specifics but um you can always even start you know trying to talk, talk through those things I, I get it and my mom and i did it together and i tell you she's just um I'm just getting all that loving that I felt like I did <laughs> when I was younger. I'm getting it all. I'm getting it all. Like, and I know God's blessed me with that. So um, thank you so much for your share. Have a blessed day. You're welcome. That's funny because, like I said, I'm the um, – we, we get to do a lot of traveling, my family, my husband and my, our girls. And so um, we always uh, take my mom, you know. So my mom's been quite a few places we go somewhere internationally twice a year and so um I, I like I said I wasn't even realizing the blessings that I was being able to do like my only one of my other siblings have ever been even out of the country so I'm like you're getting to do this and you're getting to take mom with you for this you know you're 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 getting these 
other experiences, not That's the ones so that cool. they're getting. Other ones. So it's just yeah. yes. But I didn't see oh, that yeah, first. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> Else? Good morning, God morning. Good Monday. Look, this whole decoration that everybody shared just hit different with me this today. Um, I'm not even gonna go into no details. I'm gonna just say it like this. I was trying not to say nothing at all, but it's it's acid eating at me, and I'm just asking for prayers that not only there be forgiveness. I mean, real godly forgiveness in me, but releasing of some things that until this decoration, I hadn't realized that I was still holding on to. I mean, all the way around, it's just, it's like that right now. I'll give that up. Gotta release it. It's not yours. Well, thanks. No one else? We will go ahead and end the call. Thank you again for allowing me to share today. We will see you the same time tomorrow. May you guys be blessed today and happy Monday again. Have a good day. Happy Monday. Have a blessed day. Monday. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good day. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good day. Have a good day, everyone. Everyone, have a good day. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you.